Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the People Analytics Podcast. As always, I'm the host, Sean Boyce, founder and CEO of StaffGeek. Today on the show, I want to welcome my friend, Lee Smiley, who is the Human Resources Director at QSR Automations. Hello, Lee. How are you? And thanks for being on the show. I'm great, Sean. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be on your podcast. Thank you, sir. And I have to call attention to something on your LinkedIn profile that I think is really cool because it hits home with me. And it says that you are a human resources nerd. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about that and how that came to be. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've always been a big enthusiast of human resources, even before I got into the field specifically. Um, but I just, I just love all aspects of it. And I really follow as much uh, about the industry as I can and try to stay informed and up to date on all the new trends and everything going on. So, uh, you know, I could just talk ad nauseum on human resources and, and oftentimes in business meetings I do, but, um, but yeah, I just, I just love the field and I love the most importantly, the people that, that are drawn into HR. I think HR has um, probably more people than any other industry that just wind up there accidentally. Uh, people who come from other backgrounds, accounting and nursing and um, all sorts of other areas, but they get drawn into HR because they enjoy what we do. And, you know, I think, I think that speaks volumes to the importance of HR and that it draws in so many great people from other industries to, to what we do. I love it. I always thought, so my background is in engineering, so a little bit of a different take, but mm -hmm. I always thought that where I wound up was going to happen very organically, and boy, was I wrong. <laughs> yeah. um, I said, I, I always thought everything that was for me was going to happen by design, and what ended up happening was it ended up happening very organically. So I love the fact that you mentioned that because it brings people together from all different backgrounds and experience levels. And it's something that you know you really need to love in order to be effective at and be able to do well. So uh, obviously yeah. we feel very strongly about that as well too, not just at Safety, but also for this podcast where it focuses people analytics and all cool things anyone's doing that has to deal with people or data and the intersection of both. So um, love it. And uh, obviously big fan of the, the title as well too, as we've called our company Staff Geek. Yeah. <laughs> so well done. Um, so thanks for being here. Uh, what we wanted to talk about today is something that you have a fair bit of experience in and sharing with uh, our listeners. And that's really getting buy-in at the executive level for your HR projects that you want to pursue from within your organization. You have a decent amount of experience with that. And I know that's something that other HR leaders are curious about as they want to continue to empower HR to benefit the organization and help the workforce, you know, be more productive for the company, be happier in the work that they're doing, so on and so forth. So we want to talk about this as a topic. And then what I'd love to hear from you is kind of you give your background with regard to this topic in particular, and then we can start diving into a little bit more, de uh, a little bit more deeper into the details of what you would recommend people do in specific areas to kind of make inroads with regard to this initiative. Yeah, you know, I've, I've been very fortunate with my background in that I started out in a more operational role and got to see things more from the business side of things and worked my way into HR. You know, I'm another one of those accidental HRs who just sort of stumbled into the profession. But um, so I, I've seen it from the business side. I understand the business side. I understand profit and loss and everything that goes into that. So um, I, I think to sort of tie all that in with getting that executive approval, you kind of have to look back at the history of HR 
as, as it's developed over the last hundred or so years. You know, and originally we were personnel. It was all about responding to the business conditions. It was about providing a support mechanism for the, for the business. Not a whole lot of, um, of, you know, high stakes decision-making going on. It was basically an administrative role. And, you know, over the last 20 or 30 years, it evolved into more a strategic role, planning for the organization and trying to tie uh, people outcomes with the business outcomes. And now we're entering the, the age where, based on all the things that we learned from that strategic phase, we're moving into that data-driven phase, where now we want to know the why behind what our strategy does. We want to know all the data points that we can examine and make better decisions to strategically lead the company. So it's it's helped us evolve from a purely administrative role into a true business partner with our operations partners and the ability to not only respond to business conditions but also to predict them to um, to try to use that data to generate desired outcomes. And that is sort of the importance of the people analytics side. And I think there's probably a lot of people that are in a similar situation to I am where I work at a fairly small company uh, that, that has really more than doubled in size over the last two to three years. So we finally reached the point where we're really starting to look at making more data-driven decisions on the personnel side, uh, as far as our staffing, as far as our recruiting, as far as our retention. So um, as the, the, the industry of HR has evolved into more of a business partnership with operations, so too has the role and so too has the technology evolved with that. So we can really provide so much value that in, you know, in previous generations we weren't really able to, to, to do. And not only that, we can quantify that value based on the data that we can provide through people analytics. I love that last part that you, you were talking about and it's HR is a tremendous opportunity to drive value for an organization. It's just a matter of, like you said, using the right strategies to ensure that you're pursuing it in a way that aligns, right? The outcomes you're looking for with the people with, with the yeah. goals that the business itself is hoping to achieve. So I'd love to hear more from you about that and what you would recommend for other HR leaders looking to do more of that, looking to, empower HR at the organization, but really align their interests with those at the executive level. And like you said, people in different roles within the organization, like operations, for example. Well, I think the first step for us as HR professionals is learning the operation side. You know, we have to actually know the business that we're trying to influence before we can ever influence it. If we don't understand what drives revenue, if we don't understand where our cost centers are, then we can't really contribute as business partners and make wise decisions that will positively impact those factors for the for the business. So understanding the business, understanding how it works, understanding the the, the financial side as far as what drives uh, what drives business, what threatens us in terms of costs and opportunities that we could capture, all those things are the basis for everything else that we do. So if we don't understand the business, nothing that we say is going to have any credibility. So once we do understand the business, then we can move on to providing the insights that we have from our education, from our experience as HR professionals, and determining how that ties in to generate revenue. For example, um, you know, the, the cost to hire. 
uh, you know, typically most, most things I've seen lately says it costs usually between four and $5,000 just to replace an employee who leaves. So if we're doing that, how do we reduce that cost? How do we justify, um, you know, the cost that we're spending as far as what we're spending on job boards and other recruiting efforts? Um, what, you know, what impact financially does turnover have and how can we use that data to, um, inspire action from the executive level to make sure that uh, we're doing everything we can to keep our personnel and not having to replace them over and over and over again. So, you know, by being able to quantify that in, in the language that CEOs and CFOs understand, which is dollars, then, you know, we have to understand how that business works and how the decisions that we make every day, uh, not just for the present, but for the future, tie in to either generating revenue or reducing cost, because ultimately that's what we're all there for, uh, even in an HR role. And it's easy for us to, to lose sight of that uh, with all the things that were going on to build engagement, to build, um, you know, better communication, but everything ultimately has to tie back into either generating revenue or reducing cost. So that's where the people analytics comes in. That's where that business partnership develops is us being able to speak to the needs of the business and provide solutions just like any other department would uh, to, to try to preserve the financial stability of whatever organization that we're part of. I like the way you're thinking about it. I almost think of it and put yourself in a situation where instead of being like a functional role, Think of yourself as more of a partner in the business, yeah. right? Do what you have to do to position yourself to have a vested interest in a successful outcome, whatever that may mean for you within the business. And then you can start to think about how, after I have a better understanding of that, right? And you nailed it, like it starts with education, right? It starts yeah. with understanding how all these pieces fit together, right? Like you said, previously where HR may have been kind of in its own world, now it's expected to, you know, it's it's exploding in growth, which is a great thing, but it's also expected to have a, a understanding of how the rest of all of these pieces fit together, not just from a people operations perspective, but how the revenue model works, where the costs are, how we're balancing that relative to the demand from customers, all kinds of stuff. So, and it's not, I, I know HR people have, you know, HR leaders out there have a ton to worry about already. Um, so that's where... I'd be looking to get your impression and what you would recommend from the perspective for someone in a human resources role or leadership role today wants to start doing these things. What's, what are some of the easy like first steps that you'd recommend that they can take to start to learn more if they want to learn more about these things to find out how they can empower themselves to learn more about the business um, and then ultimately empower the, you know, their, their human resources team. Yeah, you know, I, I think one thing that really helped me whenever I was starting out was, you know, humbling myself to work, you know, alongside the, the people at the lowest rungs of the organization. What do the people on the front lines do every day and how does their impact, how do their decisions that they make on a daily basis impact the company? So it, it's hard for us to support our employees if we don't know what they do on a daily basis, if we don't know what their challenges are. So, you know, not just understanding the business from a macro level where we're looking at the, the financial statements and everything that, that, you know, that winds up there that aggregates from all the daily decisions that we make, but just understanding 
the, the process, talking to people in your marketing department about how they do their jobs and what their strategy is, talking to people, uh, you know, on the operation side as far as, you know, what they do, what, what are their goals, what are their visions. So just, just talking to the people within your organization, really being curious about the, the, the organization and the team, you know, finding out what drives them, what, um, you know, what is their ultimate goal with whatever they're, they're trying to do within the organization. I think things like that is a great place to start, just getting more and more familiar with uh, your product or your service that you offer, who does it appeal to, um, what are the selling points, because ultimately, in an HR role, to some degree, we are salespeople. We are trying to sell uh, to outside candidates who we want to come work for us. We are trying to sell to internal candidates when we have new policy changes or new processes that we want to put in place. So having that thorough understanding of what we have to offer uh, in terms of the team dynamic, in terms of the vision and the mission that the organization is, is trying to promote, um, those, are, those are great places to start. Um, but then there's so many external resources out there, you know, as, as the HR profession has evolved from that more administrative personnel role, you've seen so many more opportunities for education through the different organizations, certifications through HRCI and SHRM, through um, all sorts of different training courses on things, you know, I know there's a lot of courses going around about people analytics where people can take, you know, a six or eight week course to, to get a much uh, better understanding of people analytics and how it impacts companies uh, all over the world. So there's so much information out there. And then, um, you know, one good thing about, um, you know, th today is that just like we're seeing with the coronavirus outbreak, uh, there's so many opportunities for remote collaboration now. Uh, my company has gone almost entirely remote. We're all able to still perform at a very high level. And it's, it's great to be able to have so much capability to collaborate remotely that we didn't have 20 years ago. So there's just so many opportunities out there to learn from your peers, to learn from experts, to learn from educators, um, and to, to learn from your own team. There's so much that we can learn within our own organization um, that can help us do our jobs better. Excellent stuff. There's a lot to unpack there. I, I'm a huge advocate for having an understanding, like cross, almost like cross training, if you will. Yep and learning about what the other functional groups, like what a day in the life looks like, right? Because there's, right. there's understanding what sales or business development may be, may be required or supposed to be doing on paper. But then when you actually see and you're working with those that are in the trenches doing the actual work, uh, there's a whole different perspective, right? Man, it's where like yeah. the rubber meets the road. And I think that's perspective can be really valuable to get a better understanding. Because I mean, if you understand what people are doing on a daily basis, I think that's a great way to find out also how you can help them, right? With, yeah. you know, asking them uh, good, bad, and otherwise with their experience or what they're going through and figuring out where the overlap is there. That, that to me has always, it also, I've always found that it kind of increases uh, empathy as well too. When you understand, like I've worked at, you know, organizations uh, very small and very large. And I found out that that's always been a challenge as you grow is figuring out how you know we make sure that we're all in the same boat, rowing in the right direction. We may be in charge of different things, but having a better, like I, I always got a better understanding once I changed from the group that I was in to one of the other groups, whereas like there were a lot of assumptions made previously 
But then once I saw it from the other perspective, it's like, it's like, it's so eye opening. So yeah. yeah, I agree. There's just so much to kind of learn there as well too. Um, and I think it can only stand to help uh, benefit the organization from an overall perspective as well too. Yeah. You know, we have obligations, you know, to our external candidates that we're trying to bring on board to provide a realistic job preview. You know, that's something that we talk about. And it, it's hard for us as HR professionals to do that during the interview process if we don't know what the job entails. Um, so understanding what the job is, what the day in the life is like, you know, like you said. Um, and we also have the obligation to our internal employees, the people who already work with us, to find out what their needs are, find out uh, what the roadblocks are that prevent them from being more engaged, from being more productive, and doing what we can in HR to alleviate those roadblocks. Absolutely. Talk about empowering. Uh, that's, that's powerful stuff. Um, yeah. So other question I was going to have for you is, as part of this effort and their journey in this process to better understand how all the parts kind of fit together within the organization, what would you recommend in terms of like, are there any tools that you feel like would be particularly helpful for those HR professionals out there to, to become more familiar with uh, different ways that they can learn from other resources that are out there and available as well. Also be curious to hear more about that too, right? And it could be self-study format or it could be tools that they may not necessarily be accustomed to using, but instead can often give them, you know, a greater perspective and how things operate within an organization. I'd love to hear kind of your thoughts around that as well, too. Yeah, there's there's a lot of different ways that um, people can sort of expand their knowledge base in the HR profession to help them understand the business better and how things are interconnected. Uh, of course, there's a lot of educational opportunities out there for, uh, you know, for, for people who uh, want to learn more about the business side of things. Maybe they feel very comfortable with their HR knowledge base, but not as much about, you know, the accounting side. There's so many things you could take a college class. Um, I teach uh, a career development class at the University of Louisville. And, you know, I see a lot of people who come back you know, as far as mid-career professionals who want to take uh, certain classes to, to expand their education and, and build more value into their resume as far as what they can do for their organization. Um, you know, just, you know, for, for us, the, the SHRM chapters, there's so many uh, resources available through SHRM for personal development. Um, for Louisville, I'm the director of communications and marketing for our SHRM chapter, and we do uh, a lot of different programs, uh, you know, not just for, for solely HR-related uh, information, but also for things that are just tangentially related to HRs. Um, we did workplace investigations not too long ago, which, you know, you may have a department in your organization that is solely in charge of uh, workplace investigations and handles that all on their own. But it's, it's still good to know. It's still good to know that process so that you can be a partner, an effective partner, even if it's with another department in your organization that handles that kind of thing. So, you know, having um, that, that partnership through SHRM and just the networking opportunities and the educational opportunities that come with that. Um, and then there's all sorts of self-study opportunities. There's, there's platforms out there. LinkedIn has their learning platform. There's several other things like Coursera where you can just sort of take different classes that interest you wherever you uh, feel a passion to learn something new that you can, you can 
sign up and, you know, for, for fairly minimal cost or even no cost, you can um, sort of go down whatever pathway to, to learning that you want to explore. And it's just, it's a really exciting time that we can do most of this remotely. We don't have to ask our employers in most cases to let us out of work to go somewhere for a week-long seminar or anything like that is something that we could do on our own schedules. And it really makes a huge impact in how valuable our insight is to, to the company. Well said, and a ton of value in that. Thank you, Lee, for sharing it with me and being here on the show to share your knowledge and insight with our guests. Uh, you'd mentioned a few of them, but before I let you go, I've got a couple of questions for you. And the first would be, We've talked about a couple of resources on the show, but if you'd like to summarize, I can include those as links and uh, part of the show notes. So that could be, you know, organizations, books, blogs, tools, courses, that kind of a thing. Anything in particular that you'd like to uh, mention that I would could incorporate in the notes and that um, would be interesting for our audience to check out. Yeah, you know, I mentioned Sherm. That's that's a huge one. Obviously, you know, they have so many resources available for for basically anything that we would need to do. Um, you know, just there's tons of newsletters out there. Sherm has their newsletters. There's things like HR Dive that um, provides sort of an encapsulation. Morning Brew is another one that provides sort of you know a, a really good, easily digestible. Um, sort of snapshot of the business conditions of that given day. So lots of different things out there to keep abreast, not only of trends and, and news in the HR industry, but trends and news in the, in the business world. Um, I would also recommend it, whatever industry that you're in. Um, for example, my company is very much embedded into the restaurant and hospitality industry, uh, following information outlets for, the, for those industries. You know, if you're in manufacturing, following, you know, manufacturing blogs or newsletters, if you're in healthcare, following healthcare related news or, or newsletters, anything that you can do that not only enhances your utility as an HR professional, but also as someone who understands the industry and the business that your company is operating in. Uh, there's just so much of that out there and there's, it's almost overwhelming sometimes how much is out there. So you kind of have to see what is, providing value for you and sort of edit it down, but there's just tremendous, tremendous resources out there um, for anybody who's looking to um, to learn about whatever industry they're wanting to, to know about. And you mentioned a lot of excellent ones, so I'll make sure to note them. Thank you for that. Yeah. And last question I have for you is, who should reach out to you and how can they get in touch? Well, um, you know, if somebody is interested in um, you know, starting up a new HR platform, uh, if they're an HR department of one and they're looking for, you know, how to, how to build credibility within the organization. Uh, you know, I've, I've, I've gone from an organizations where I was one out of 300,000 employees where now I'm in, in a very small organization. I'm an HR department of one having to make all of the HR related decisions and do all the daily maintenance and everything. So, um, it's a bit of a, bit of a, a bit of a transition. But I, I thoroughly enjoy it. I enjoy having the uh, the HR responsibility for for so many people and to be able to help them out. So, um, you know, anybody that's struggling to to be heard as an HR professional, I would encourage you to reach out to me, and we can talk through some possible solutions. Fantastic. Thank you, Lee. I appreciate that offer. I'll include some notes there as well too. And thank you for being here to share your knowledge with myself and our audience. All right, Sean. Thank you very much for having me. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to this episode of the People Analytics Podcast powered by StaffGeek. If you or anyone you know is a leader in human resources or talent acquisition, 
and would be interested in being a guest on our show, please reach out to me at sean at staffgeek.com. That's sean, S-E-A-N, at staffgeek, S-T-A-F-F-G-E-E-K.com. We would love to share your valuable knowledge with our audience. At this point, we'd like to take a moment to thank the sponsor of our show, StaffGeek. StaffGeek helps companies hire smarter, increasing retention, and combating turnover, all while reducing time to hire. They do this by creating a customized behavioral assessment around your company's unique culture. Armed with your fit tech assessment, you're able to evaluate which candidates are the right fit for your company's culture. Start hiring smarter today with StaffGeek. If you'd like to learn more, reach out to StaffGeek at hello at staffgeek.com or visit them on the web at staffgeek.com.